intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And a happy new year to you folks. 2018 is in full effect. I am your host, Efren Guzman. And my guest with me, he is the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, Kevin Nasta. Kevin, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, man. Um, tell the people about yourself, man, before we begin. Um, well, I run a company called Damage 365 Promotions in conjunction with uh, the Damage 365 Radio Network. I bring in different wrestlers from all over the place, whether it's indie, uh, WWE, Impact, um, or former workers of those companies. Mm-hmm. We do conventions, uh, local wrestling promotions, meet and greets, private signings. Uh, we do pretty much everything. And uh, that's pretty much me. That's what I do. Wow. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, we started April of 2013. Wow. And it's, uh, it's you've always been a wrestling fan and it led you to doing promotions? I was a big wrestling fan growing up. Uh, I started wrestling, watching wrestling probably, I would say, like 1979, 1980. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was a real big fan of the, the golden era, the 80s, things like that. I stopped watching it pretty much during the era that everybody started watching it, which was... Uh, the Attitude Era? The, the Attitude Era. Uh, I kind of leaned towards WCW because all my you know heroes growing up from WWE were... In WCW, so I casually watched that, but pretty much once WCW closed shop, I just stopped watching it. I didn't start watching it again until 2012. Wow, yeah, I know I was a big fan myself of wrestling since I was a child, and I think the first match I remember watching was, I think, in Superstars was, like, Iron Sheik against, I don't know, like, say some jobber, and I thought, like, the Iron Sheik was a good guy because I've seen so many Iron Sheik toys, so, like, I didn't really realize it. So, like, Hulk Hogan was the man and stuff, and, you know, to this day, I watch it. I don't watch it vigorously, but I still keep up with it, and especially the independent scene, but, you know, wrestling is always there, just like the cockroach, that's all I like to say. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. Uh, um, today, me and you are going to be talking about um, a movie that came out last year, which is still big in the global box office now, Star Wars The Last Jedi. And um, I was a big fan of Star Wars ever since I was a little child, and Star Wars tremendously had an effect on me from my movie-watching experience. Um, what are you, What's your opinion on the Star Wars franchise? Um, I'm a big big fan of it uh the the original three which was uh what i guess episode four five six um i was a really big fan of that uh not so much episodes one two and three uh, i think they tried way too hard to put it over the top but when you're making prequels to a movie movies that were you know, special effects wise were kind of outdated, and then you're putting this these new prequels so over the top. It, it just it, it kind of took away from the creativity of it. It was just too much CGI, um, not enough kind of not enough storytelling. Uh, I, I was a fan though of uh, Rogue One. I think yeah. that's one of my favorite ones so far. 
Or yeah, Rogue Rogue One is a uh, great. I think I think the best scene out of that movie is the Darth Vader scene. But the movie itself gave me the feels of the old era of the you know episodes four, five, and six era. Right, and it told it told a great story. Yeah, I know the story was excellent, and um, I don't know. I think I don't. You know, George Lucas is a genius. He gave us these characters, and. He forever will be known as the godfather of Star Wars. But something along the way, even with the prequels, like there's a special place in my heart with the prequels with like the Darth Maul battle, the lightsaber battles and everything. But there's something that, I don't know, like it was like a disconnect. I think it was more like a like a kid, kid-friendly kid Star Wars. Like even though Star Wars is basically is for kids, but... It was just too hokey with the Phantom Menace and Jar Jar Binks and and the aliens and stuff. And, you know, I figure a better backstory of Darth Vader would have been much more better. But, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm just griping as a fan, as fans always do. But um, my, my, my trilogy for me is 4, 5, and 6. And, you know, coming down now with The Last Jedi with this film... There's a lot of, like, I, like, I'm still processing it. I'm processing what I saw. There's a lot of, like, a lot of mixed feelings. But it's like, I wanted to see a lightsaber battle. I wanted to see Luke. And I wanted to see the, the Holy Trinity in, in, in a reunion of sorts. Now that will never happen. But I don't know. It's like, I'm still trying to process what I saw. It's it, I, I, I thought at first it was kind of slow. And then, you know, it was like Snoke just got perished really quickly. Um... You know, like um, um, Ben Solo and and Ray, like there's some kind of connection there. There's new force powers that I didn't realize, and I don't know. And, and it's like it's like Luke transcended himself. I don't. I, I I I'm still trying to process it, but I I enjoyed the movie as a whole. But I don't think it's like it's a movie I'll see again. But to me, it's not a, like a rewatchable movie. Like you watch Empire Strikes Back and. I guess Return of the Jedi is okay, but like if if it's on TV, I'll watch it. But it's not something I'll rewatch and like, oh, I gotta get Return of the Jedi and watch it. But the original Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back is my favorites. Force Awakens is okay, but the Last Jedi to me, I don't know. It's just I, I guess because it's a totally different movie. You know, what's what's your take on that? Well, I can basically tell you this: the the original uh, trilogy, four, five, six, I've seen probably couple hundred times each the prequels i've probably seen outside of the movie theater maybe twice each again Mm -hmm. um the force awakens i've seen twice rogue one um i've seen about 10 times (laughs) and uh the late the last jedi i've only seen the once in the theater uh i'll probably watch it again these are the type of movies I do not like watching at home because I feel like the the theater atmosphere is makes the, pretty much half the movie. So you know, despite I mean, I have a huge TV, stereo system, sound, sound, you know, uh, surround sound, all that, but it, it just it's not the same as watching it in your living room as it is watching it in the theater. So you know, I kind of wait a while. Until I really get moved to watch it again, but it, it just, uh, you know, I have a lot of issues with this last movie. Yeah, yeah, me as well. It's just, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess losing Luke, like I figured Luke would have, like he did, like the ultimate sacrifice, you know, and 
the the Jedi's live on, and and Broom Kid has the Force, and there's just it's, it's I don't know it's 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 an immersive film, but I don't know I, I think I think I'm just analyzing over analyzing too much. I think I have to see the film more than once just to appreciate it. But you know I I you know the 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 um the Leia scene had me puzzled a little bit. Is like now you choose it's like almost like. All the other times you could have used the force, used the force. Well, I guess because she was in a life peril situation, but it was just like it was just it was just crazy seeing that scene, you know. You know, and you, and you see all that crazy little like the memes, or like um, Leia's Mary Poppins flying in space with lightsaber umbrella. It's 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 I don't know. It's funny. It's funny though. You know what I'm saying? But I think I, I think her using the force was pretty cool. I would have liked to seen it in a different way, but it you know it, it was it was really cool. Um, I thought Laura Dern was pretty good in her role. I was just, it was like kind of a wasted role, but, you know, I think her character was really good. I know her backstory is in the Star Wars books, so I didn't really know her character in the books. I just know it from film, but I thought she was really good. I thought Oscar Isaac as Paul Dameron elevated himself to like a Han Solo-esque type character. So I, th- I think, I think every, everybody got development. His character was in, in a couple of different Star Wars movies. Mm, I don't. Her character. Yeah, she's she's actually the one uh, when they have the, the gathering when they finally get the uh, the plans from R two D two. She's actually the one standing there that says that a lot of a lot of the rebellion died to bring us this information. No, no, I think you're getting that confused. That's Mon Mothma. That's the one that was in Rogue One that was talking with Jen Erso. Um, Laura Dern's character is, is Vice Admiral Holdo with the purple hair. Like, her character was, like, in certain books. I think some Claudia Gray. I think Star Wars Lost Stars. I'm not sure which novels, but her character is canon in the novels. But this is the first appearance on screen. But you're talking about um, Mon Mothma, the lady with the short boyish haircut with the white outfit. And she's also in... And she's also about the one that's, that basically sacrificed herself at the end to save the rebellion was left of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying it's... Yeah, I, I thought it was okay. I give it like, I don't know. I think, I, I think, I give it three stars. I guess not four, but I think, I think if I rewatch it a lot and really analyze it, like I do with most movies, I'm just judging it on a one movie, you know, on one, on one, one movie viewing. That's what I give it, you know. But what about yourself? Uh, well, I mean, if you're doing, uh, I guess, a five star being the, the top, uh, yeah. I guess somewhere between three, three and a half, because I think it just, it loses a lot because of the lack, the, the story, the storyline was just all over the place, and it, it didn't focus on anything long enough to understand what was going on, from Snoke's background to, um, like, where he came from, how he became a uh, supreme uh, leader, yeah. to... What did he do now with Princess uh, Leia? They kill her in the movie, but she's no longer going to be in, in in the franchise. So what do you do with her character? You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't really phase her out. Um, yeah. it, and, and the repeating of storylines, too, that they use. The whole, you know, Luke Skywalker uh, saw the, the conflict in Darth Vader back in the day. And he was able to bring the good out of him and uh, saving him from Palpatine. And then, yeah. You know, and then him admitting that Luke was right. And then now you have Ray uh, 
same way. He just, you know, he wants to be the, the, the leader. Yeah. And rule the world. It, it was just, it, some of the storyline kind of repeated from the originals. And some storylines weren't explained properly. They just left two things that can't be finished. You know, mm. they, there's, there's not much more you can do with Luke Skywalker other than being a, uh, a ghost. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, you're totally right. I totally, I totally agree with what you're saying. And um, I don't know. This film has a lot of different qualities to it, but um, as a whole, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, I think, is 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 pretty much the middle point of Empire Strikes Back. Which the way Empire Strikes Back, um. It's the middle movie, so this is going to be the middle movie. I think. I just hope I don't see Ewoks, and I hope I don't see Wookies in um, in um, Return of the Jedi. And I mean, Return of the Jedi. I mean, the next movie, whatever the title is, the untitled title of Episode Nine. But I think it's going to be really good, and I'm just looking forward to it. And um, I don't know. I just think, as a fan, Star Wars is. Taking over comics, it's in novels, the novels are canon, so are the comics. Star Wars Rebels is going to come to an end this year, I believe. So Star Wars is taking over worldwide, globally. I think it made $168 billion. I'm not really sure if I'm right about my facts about these numbers, but they made a good amount of money. And um, I think Star Wars, to me, is going to be awesome. And... Um, Thanks a lot, Kevin, for coming on the show and talking about The Last Jedi. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a minute there, boys. Wait a second now. This is Frank D. of Raw Deal, EMC, and Gurick.net. Going to get my two cents on The Last Jedi. I did go see the film when it first came out. The very first night, okay, it was a packed theater out in Lancaster, California. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's something I have never experienced in my life. And I would do it again. It was cool, man. You have all these people here that are coming to watch this movie black white hispanic whatever we're all sitting in there we're all unified we want to see this film and damn it we're going to do it right now and i'm telling you it was a blast it really was i mean especially the part when everyone thought that kylo ran had turned to the good side he was giving up his evil ways and then he basically turns back into a villain he never changed i was like whoa that shocked the hell out of me there were a lot of elements i feel in this movie that the director took from other films like revenge of the sith and uh, Return of the uh, Return of the Jedi, um, and in particularly the part from Revenge of the Sith when uh, Anakin asks Padme to join him and let's rule together. Kylo Ren does that in this movie as well. So I think the director took a lot of elements from different Star Wars films, put it in this one here, so he didn't really piss anybody off. I think that um, there was no real character development when it comes to the likes of Finn. I think that Finn. Um, the entire movie, to me, his his parts were boring. He really didn't do nothing. He didn't accomplish anything. Okay, so that's where I think they need to work on in the next film. I thought Kylo Ren, as a character, showed a lot of character development. That he can't be conflicted. That he really um, could could 
can play with people, and that's I think that's what he did. He played with Ray. I think that Luke Skywalker's parts could have been a little bit better than what they gave him, but nonetheless, um, I think Mark Hamill said the same damn thing. So other than that, I thought it was a good film. Not a great film, it was a good film. I would definitely recommend seeing it again. And it's coming out on Blu-ray and DVD pretty shortly. And one other thing that I want to touch on in this film as well is Carrie Fisher. We all know Carrie Fisher played uh, General Prince, you know, General Leia, Princess Leia, whatever you want to call her. Uh, we all know that she passed away, you know. And um, I felt that in the movie, they had a perfect opportunity to really, you know, um, write her character off in, in a really good way, and they chose not to do it. They chose to keep her alive. So it kind of makes me wonder what they have in store for the next Star Wars film. As we do know, there is going to be another Star Wars film coming out. So I'm kind of wondering what they're going to do with her character. Did uh, Carrie Fisher shoot more scenes for the next installment of Star Wars? I guess we will find out. But other than that, you have been listening to the Atomic Podcast. I am Frank D., and keep it locked right here. Support my boy Ephraim Guzman. And if you're a wrestling fan, always keep it locked to Gurick.net for the latest in pro wrestling news. Frank D. Out. The seating announcement has been paid for by the New World Order.